Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Exodus 21. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would learn to be just and fair with the people around us by your justice, your standards. We pray that we would not be making up our own standards. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Exodus 21. And these are the regulations that you will set before them. If you buy a Hebrew slave, he will serve six years, and in the seventh he will go out as free for nothing. If he comes in single, he will go out single. If he is the husband of a wife, his wife will go out with him. If his master gives him a wife, and she bears for him sons or daughters, the wife and her children will belong to her master, and the slave will go out single. But if the slave explicitly says, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free. His master will present him to God, and bring him to the door or to the doorpost, and his master will pierce his ear with an awl, and he will serve him forever. And if a man sells his daughter as a slave woman, she will not go out as male slaves go out. If she does not please her master who selected her, he will allow her to be redeemed. He has no authority to sell her to a foreign people, since he has dealt treacherously with her. And if he selects her for his son, he shall do for her according to the regulations for daughters. If he takes for himself another, he will not reduce her food, her clothing, or her right of cohabitation. And if he does not do for her these three, she shall go out for nothing. There will not be silver paid for her. Whoever strikes someone, and he dies, will surely be put to death. But if he did not lie in wait, and it was an accident, I will appoint for you a place to which he may flee. But if a man schemes against his neighbor to kill him by treachery, you will take him from my altar to die. And whoever strikes his father or his mother will surely be put to death. And whoever kidnaps someone and sells him, or he is found in his possession, he will surely be put to death. And one who curses his father or his mother will surely be put to death. And if men quarrel, and a man strikes his neighbor with a stone or with a fist, and he does not die, but he is confined to bed, if he stands and walks about in the outside on his staff, the striker will be unpunished, he will only pay for his inactivity toward his full recovery. And if a man strikes his male slave or his female slave with the rod, and he dies under his hand, he will surely be avenged. Yet if he survives a day or two days, he will not be avenged, because he is his money. And if men fight and they injure a pregnant woman, and her children go out, and there is not serious injury, he will surely be fined as the woman's husband demands concerning him, and as the judges determine. And if there is serious injury, you will give life in place of life, eye in place of eye, tooth in place of tooth, hand in place of hand, foot in place of foot, burn in place of burn, wound in place of wound, bruise in place of bruise. And if a man strikes the eye of his male slave, or the eye of his female slave, and destroys it, he shall release him as free in place of his eye, 
And if he causes the tooth of his male slave or the tooth of his female slave to fall out, he will release him as free in place of his tooth. And if an ox gores a man or a woman, and he dies, the ox will surely be stoned, and its meat will not be eaten, and the owner of the ox is innocent. But if it was a goring ox before, and its owner was warned and did not restrain it, and it kills a man or a woman, the ox will be stoned, and the owner also will be put to death. If a ransom is set on him, he will pay the redemption money for his life according to all that is set on him. If it gores a son or it gores a daughter, according to this regulation, it shall be done to him. If the ox gores a male slave or a female slave, he will give thirty shekels of silver to his master, and the ox will be stoned. If a man opens a pit, or if a man digs a pit, and he does not cover it, and an ox or a donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit will pay restitution. He will pay silver to its owner, but the dead animal will be for him. And if a man's ox injures the ox of his neighbor, and it dies, they will sell the living ox and divide the money, and they will also divide the dead one. Or, if it was known that it was a goring ox before, and its owner did not restrain it, he will surely make restitution, an ox in place of the ox, and the dead one will be for him. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 20, God gave the Israelites the Ten Commandments. That was sort of like their constitution. It was their covenant with God. It didn't specify punishments for breaking these laws. Then God started to get into some specifics at the end of chapter 20, dealing with worship to God. Now, in this chapter, he's going to get into some specifics of how people relate to each other. Remember that God is creating a nation here. So this is not just good people who are trying to do right. This is a nation of people. So they need to have laws to keep wicked people from ruining society. The laws given here are given as case law. If situation X happens, then the decision of the judges should be Y. This won't cover every single possible situation, but it will give the judges a framework to work from so they can say a particular case is like something covered in the law. These laws are to teach what justice looks like. So God starts with slavery. This is very relevant because the Israelites were slaves in Egypt. So God says that the slave will serve for six years and then go free in the seventh year. We can see the idea of Sabbath rest here. If the slave likes being a slave, he has the option to become a slave forever. Otherwise, he automatically goes free in the seventh year. There were advantages to being a slave. You were always fed. So if the master was really good, you could see someone wanting to stay in that situation. Generally, female slaves were sold to be a wife for someone, so they wouldn't leave in the seventh year. But the law is that a man couldn't then sell her to someone else if he decides he doesn't like her. He must continue to give her food, clothes, and continue to have sex with her. Otherwise, she is freed without payment. God gives details about murder. He says that the punishment for murder is death. However, if it was accidental, not murder, then he can run to an appointed place. Later on, we will read that these are called cities of refuge, and we'll get some further details. But here, he just lays out that there is a difference between premeditated murder and accidental death. 
If someone kidnaps a person, the punishment is death. If someone curses their parent, they must be put to death. If people fight and one harms the other, but he does not kill him, then he just has to pay for his lost labor until he recovers fully. If a master kills their slave, they would have to die for that. But if they just beat them, and the slave does not die, then they were not punished. Then we get a sort of specific case where men fight, and they hit a pregnant woman and cause her to give birth prematurely, but everyone is okay, and the man who struck the woman is just fine. But if there is actual lasting damage, then the one who caused the injury will have the same injury done to themselves. If someone does lasting damage to their slave, such as destroying an eye or knocking out a tooth, then they have to let the slave go free to pay for the damage. Then we have some rules about a person's animal. If an ox kills a person, you have to kill the ox. But what you do with the owner depends on if he should have known that the ox was dangerous and done something about it. If he knew that the ox was dangerous and he didn't take precautions, then he would also be killed. Or in this case, he could pay an amount of money to redeem his life. That was different than murder, where no ransom was allowed. The amount for a slave is specifically set at 30 shekels of silver. If someone digs a pit and does not properly secure it, and an animal falls into the pit, then the one who dug the pit must pay the owner for the animal that he killed. And now for a deeper dive. These laws might get a little boring to us. I haven't spent time reading the cases of the state court or the Supreme Court in my country, so why should I care about these? Well, the point here is to teach justice. When we read these, sometimes we may agree and say that it is just. Other times we may be bothered by these. Generally, if we are bothered, then it is because it touches on something in our experience or our culture. Who decides what is right and wrong? If we don't have a standard, then each of us will decide on our own. And if you do something bad to me, that is really bad. But if I do something bad to you, that is only marginally bad. So we need an outside, objective standard of right and wrong. And God is giving that here. Now, I'm not saying that we need to change all of our laws in this country to be exactly these laws, but we should try to look at these and understand God's justice so that we can live just lives toward those around us. For example, if I have an ox that gores people, I might have the attitude that if you get in the way of that ox, that's your problem. But if it is my ox, and I know it is dangerous, then it is my problem too. So this law is just. On the other hand, if you had an ox that killed my family member, I would be quite unhappy with you. But if the ox had never shown signs of aggression before, then it would be unjust to punish you since you didn't have any way to know that that would happen. I think our laws could be improved from better understanding God's justice. But more to the point, I should better understand God's justice so that I treat the people around me in a right way. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.